0: Today, I am joined by teacher and founder of the Good Eggs Foundation, Sandy Shamataro. Sandy specializes hi, in teaching kids how to live good lives. She teaches them diversity, service, and all that good stuff that kids should be doing. So we're going to be talking to her about our organization and her teaching career. So hi, Sandy. Thank you so much for joining me.
1: Hey, Curtis. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it.
0: Oh, I appreciate you coming on. Why don't you start off by telling everybody a little bit about yourself?
1: Sure. Um, well, I am a teacher. I actually teach high school, but the books that I wrote are geared for elementary age. Um, and on, my, on the side, I guess you could say, um, I am running my foundation, which is called the Good Eggs Foundation. And it's based off of the children's books that I wrote. And the books um, are a trilogy, so it's a three part series. That teach virtues, diversity, and community service. So, you see the characters um, grow and learn over three years in their lives, and they learn, um, you know, how to be good eggs, I guess you could say. And they learn about the world and relationship and, um, you know, people all around the world because they go on a study abroad program. So, there's lots of adventures in the books, and I've had teachers use them as book club. companions. I've had first grader teachers read them to their, their students. So I've had all kinds of, um, you know, creative ways that people have used the books, parents and kids, grandparents and kids, um, any way you can think of. So it's been a fun journey.
0: Absolutely. So what, what made you, how did you get your start? What made you want want to start working with kids And and what, What fuels your passion for doing it? I know you're a teacher that you you teach high school, but what made you want to start doing this particular type of work?
1: Well, I just always, um, I I think back on my own childhood, and that was one of my favorite things to do, like in third, fourth grade was to write stories. And kids always responded to the stories that I wrote. So I knew that I always liked to write um, for that age group. And as I got older, Um, You know, I always wanted to do this, but you could kind of say life got in the way, you know, then I was married kids and, and it just never had any time. Finally, when my own kids got older, I said, I'm going to sit down and write that children's book. And I really just intended to write one book. I mean, I wanted it to be about goodness. Um, But then once I got done with the first book, I, I loved the characters so much. I said, you know what, I'm, I'm going to take them around the world. They need to learn more. So then I wrote a second book, thought I'd be done with that, but I wasn't. And then I said, I'm going to bring them back from around the world and keep them in their hometown and they're going to do community service. And then that's um, how I ended the trilogy. But it's just kind of always been um, on my radar to write a book. And I ended up writing three. So it's it's been fun.
0: Well, tell us what kind of support your organization provides for kids and the age ranges that you work with.
1: Okay. So I work with elementary age kids. So usually, um, you know, I think from preschool to preteen and my organization, I opened the good eggs foundation after the books because I wanted to put the books into action. So I serve kids, um, mainly in our Detroit area because that's where I am. But, um, It's based off of the books and the books go monthly. So for example, the eggs go back to school in September and then every month they learn something new. So that's how I do what I call eggings. So every month I egg an organization. So I search out organizations in our area that are helping um, underserved children. And I say, you've been egged. And they're saying, what? And I s- explain about the organization. And I say, tell me what a need is. So an egging is a need fulfilled for any organization. So it could be a family as well. So we've done things like book drives. We've done um, math tutoring programs. We've done, we, we ran into a mother who fell on some hard times and she had to take away her daughter's dance lessons. So we said, no, we're going to egg you. And we're going to have that little girl dance. Um, All different things like that we do. We just provided some baby monitors to a foster shelter. They were in desperate need of those. So whatever the need is, I seek out the organization and I call them up and I ask them what they need. And I tell them they've been egged. And then we help them as best as we can.
0: Uh, You just answered my next couple of questions, talking about the organization that you last egged.
1: Uh So, yeah, that, that was um, a foster closet. Yeah. So we helped absolutely. them they needed baby monitors. So
0: mm-hmm. tell us about if, if I wanted, like, for example, if I wanted to select an organization to be egged, could I do that? And how would I go about notifying you and letting you know?
1: Sure. You could do that. Um, you would go on our website, thegoodeggs.org, And there's a contact form And you would fill that out and you would send a message, you know, with the detail, what you wanted, and we could look into it and we could contact that organization and see what their need is for sure.
0: So I take it you guys are nationwide or are you just in the Detroit Um, area?
1: Yeah, actually, right now we're in the Detroit area. Um, But it's not to say that we couldn't help somebody else you know, outside of our area. We're starting out right now, so we're local, but we do hope to branch out um, to the country as well. So yeah, that would definitely come under consideration.
0: So what if somebody listening to this show wanted to volunteer or or help out or or support you guys? How would they go about doing that?
1: Well, um, monetary donations are always welcome because that's how we, you know, buy the things for the eggings. So they could go again on the website, thegoodeggs.org, and there's a donate button. So that's always helpful. Um, We do have events, but they would have to be, you know, local in our area to help with events. We also, though, do have um, things open for volunteers for like social media, if they wanted to share posts um, or be an influencer, that would be very helpful for us.
0: Okay, so anybody in the Detroit area for now listening, want to help out? Contact Sandy.
1: Yeah, yeah, that'd be great.
0: Let's talk about the cor- the courses that you teach at the high school, and yeah. how you balance your time with the egg organization and teaching. Because I know teaching is a lot of work, great yeah. papers and stuff.
1: It is a lot of work, um, especially now toward the end of the year. You know, we have final exams and all kinds of things going on. Um, I teach at a private high school. So I um, actually am the chair of the religious studies department there. So I teach theology and religious studies. Um, But but just side note, there's no religion in the books at all. They're secular. Um, They're just about being a good person. Uh, But I do teach that at the high school and it's a very demanding um, so yeah, it's something a dream of mine that I would like to eventually, soon retire from teaching and uh, focus on the Good Eggs Foundation full time. So it is a balancing act. I do um, teaching by day and eggs by night. So yeah, it's a lot. My plate is very full. Absolutely. <laughs> I love it. I love
0: absolutely.
1: it absolutely. Yeah.
0: So tell us about your book series. You know what? What? What a child. If I was a parent and uh-huh. I got egged what will my child expect when they read your book series and just kind of, you know, give us some information about that.
1: Sure. So the book series, like I said, is a three part series and they are available on Amazon. They're available in Kindle paperback and hardcover. So you would read them in order. So the first book is book one, and it's just simply called The Good Eggs. And that book teaches 12 virtues. So um, like I said before, they go back to school in September, and it goes all the way once a month through a whole year. So it would go to August. And each month they learn something new. So the first month is about understanding and then forgiveness and gratitude. And then we have generosity Cooperation, love, acceptance, respect, responsibility, honesty, confidence, and manners. So that's the whole first book. It's a chapter book. Um, and I have little dividers in there. So if a child, depending on the child's reading level, um, if they wanted to not get through a whole chapter, there's, you know, convenient places that they can stop. Um, But again, if it's it's for five to 12 year olds, so depending on the reading level, they could read longer or shorter, you know, depending. So that would be book one. And in one of those chapters, they win a recycling contest. So the United Nations recognizes them for that and sends them on a study abroad trip in book two. So book two is all about diversity. So they travel to, um, again, that's 12 chapters, but they travel to 10 countries And they go to Chile and Zambia and Australia and Japan and India and Egypt and Israel, Italy, Norway, and Scotland. And they learn all kinds of customs and language and culture and landmarks. Um, It's just a lot of fun, the adventures they get into in that book. And all the while um, they're learning, they meet new friends around the world. And then at the end, they realize the world is really full of good eggs and that everybody just wants, you know, to live in peace and to be respected and to be heard um, and the importance of that. And then from that, so that takes another year. Then they come back from that trip and book three is about community service. So they stay in their hometown and they, this is six chapters, so it's a half dozen, but they're twice as long. They help people in their own community. So they help children. They help elders. They go to an animal shelter and help animals. They go to a food bank and feed the hungry. They put on a health program for their town and they go to a nature center and learn all about nature. So it's a very well-rounded series and it helps kids um, learn that they can learn from other people too, right? And they can grow in their own journeys as they grow up. And the hope is that as kids read these, that they internalize um, the lessons that are being taught because they're real subtle. It's not, you know, um, it's not anything like in their face. It's, it's situations that kids would get into and that they would internalize it and, and, and incorporate it as they grow, which would mean as they grow into an adult, they would develop a sense of empathy and compassion and kindness um, in relationship with other people. So that's the hope for the books. And I have actually have had teachers write to me and say that their son or daughter heard something in school or heard something from a friend and they said, hey, that's just like the good eggs. Or that's just what Benedict did. Or that's just what Reggie did. You know, they'll name the characters and they'll, they'll relate it. And I had a teacher write me that said her whole fifth grade class did all of book three. They wanted to put the book into service in their own community. So they ended up tutoring kids in their school. They made welcome baskets for seniors at a senior center. They collected um, pet supplies for a local animal shelter. So they did everything locally. And that just warmed my heart because that's, that's the whole um, dream of mine is to get kids engaged, doing good for others. So hopefully it's working.
0: Well, speaking of that, teachers writing to you and telling you how people are referencing your book, uh-huh. what are your hopes and dreams for your book? What, what do you want these books to accomplish in the world?
1: Well, exactly that, that kids would internalize and, and parents too can journey with their kids. Um, you know, they can read it together and they can have discussion about it because I do have lesson plans for book one. Um, and I do have a parent blog that goes along with the books. So parents can, can understand it at a parent level and then kind of relate it to their kids at a child's level. So just the hope that um, our world would become kinder and gentler and more compassionate and maybe, you know, thinking before you react and maybe... Um, you know, really putting love into practice and really living a life of altruism. So that would be my hope. And I I really got a glimpse of that when I heard that one class put the whole book three into action. That really, really made me happy.
0: So tell us any upcoming projects that the Good Egg Foundation is working on, your plans for the next five or 10 years and give out that contact information so people can check you guys out?
1: Sure. So my big, big dream would be that um, these books get made into kids feature films. Um, I already do have small videos for book one, little episodes, 12 episodes. Um, So if they want to follow our YouTube channel, that would be great. Um, And if they did get made into films, I can see them being uh, put into, you know, Sesame Street live type shows, and then me going on book tours, which would generate good funds that I could do even bigger eggings, I would love to build playgrounds for underserved schools, I would love to help with children's mental health, Um, I would love to do bigger, bigger eggings. Um, So that would be my future love my future dream. Right now, we do have a few big fundraisers coming up in August. We have a Cannoli Festa. So if people like cannolis, but I know you'd have to be in the Detroit area, um, we have a big one coming up. We had one last year. It was a huge success. So that's going to be Cannoli Festa 2 in August. And I'll put more info once we have the dates confirmed on my website. There's another function coming up. It's in Detroit. It's at uh, what's called Jimmy John's Baseball Field, and it's a night of baseball for people who want to go. And part of the percentage of the proceeds will go to the Good Eggs Foundation if they choose that as their charity. So we do have some things on the horizon. I do have a book show coming up as well. um, And that, again, is in September in the Detroit area, the Ann Arbor area. So there are things on the immediate future, and then we also have the long-range plans. And if anyone wants to keep up with us, we have a newsletter coming out too. So that's going to start next month, and they can keep up with all things good eggs. And I want to show, well, yeah, we're going to highlight some other people starting in September, but the first three newsletters will be like a brief little introduction to everything that we offer. I also have a kid's podcast uh, those are becoming very popular for young children. Uh, sometimes they don't want to read or parents don't want their kids, you know, staring at a screen so they can put on a little set of headphones and listen to the podcast while they play. That also follows the chapters of the book. So there's lots of fun avenues and everything is on the and they can see everything that they would need um, by following the tabs about the books, about the foundation. They can see who we've egged. Um, they can look at the, um, get a free book chapter. There's all kinds of info there. They can look at a playlist that the eggs like, um, they can subscribe to the podcast and to the newsletter as well.
0: Yeah. I was going to say, I might have my kids just to check out the podcast just so they can learn. The,
1: oh yeah. The,
0: yeah. I'm up to, I'm up to
1: episode seven. Yeah. So, um, yeah, they, they've they got seven episodes so far they can learn, they can listen to. They're oh, a lot of fun. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I'm going to have to go check that out. How uh, oh, young yeah, are
1: your kids, Curtis? My
0: kids are, my son's about to be 10 in October and my daughter is six.
1: Perfect. They are the perfect good eggs age.
0: Absolutely. Yep. So I'm going to definitely have them to check it out.
1: And I don't know if they have Kindles, but um, the they one. They have Amazon fires. They do. Okay. Yes. Then you can download um, all three books onto their, if, unless they'd like to read an actual book, some people like that, but you know, that would be the most um, cost-effective route is to download the Kindle versions.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna have to look into that.
1: Look into that. And then I'd really appreciate some uh, an honest feedback. Uh, well, on review most and definitely. Yeah. Most thank
0: definitely. You. Thank well, why don't you, why don't you go ahead and close us out with some final thoughts, maybe some stuff that we didn't talk about that you would like to talk about or just any kind of final thoughts that you'd like to have?
1: Um, well, I just really appreciate you having me on here and getting the word out. So um, if anyone would like to check us out to please go to the goodeggs.org sign up for that newsletter, and they can keep up with all things that's happening. Um, and, you know, I just want to thank people for being good eggs, because I really do believe there's more good people in the world than bad. I really do think there's a lot more goodness in the world. And if we highlight that, I think it'll catch on.
0: It definitely will. Ladies and gentlemen, go to thegoodegs.org. Even if you're not in Detroit, you can let your kids wow. listen to the podcast and get the books and still teach them to be good eggs. That way we can oh, have yeah. good eggs all around the world. Listeners, yeah. Please be sure to follow, rate, review, share this episode to as many people as possible, especially parents with kids and Android listeners. Go to the Google Play Store and download the Living the Dream with Curveball podcast app. Sandy, thank you so much for the good work you're doing. And thank you so much for joining and sharing that with us today.
1: Curtis, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much.